Hello and welcome to Agile at Lundbeck. We've all heard about Agile, but what exactly is it? On Agile at Lundbeck, we ask various stakeholders to give their take on your questions about Agile, so you understand it, form and inform your own opinions, and maybe even implement it when it makes sense. I'm Anna Solberg, and this is Agile at Lundbeck. Hello, Michael. So nice to see you. Hello, Anna. Can you tell a few words about yourself? Why do you think we have invited you to the Agile at Lundbeck podcast? Uh, yeah, my name is Michael and I work as an Agile coach here in Lundbeck. My primary focus is working with the teams to help them really understand the Scrum framework, but also help them in the Agile values and the Agile principles, because I think those two combined is something that can be really powerful. Yes, because we're of course still in the situation that uh, we are not operating fully in the Agile way. So I guess you also have some situations when people who join the teams where you are a Scrum master and Agile coach they don't know much about Agile. Is that right? That's very true. And it's also very difficult for many people to understand Agile. There's a lot of definitions. So I think it's important for us in the team and also in Lundbeck to have our own definition of Agile and what we want to achieve with Agile. There's a lot of frameworks and tools that is designed to support Agile. For example, the Scrum framework. We often hear Scrum Master and then Agile Coach. Yeah. What is the difference? I don't think there is a difference, actually. I think a Scrum Master and an Agile Coach is more or less the same. Why has the title Agile Coach appeared over the last couple of years? And I think it's because an Agile Coach do a more facilitation, coaching around the organization as well, and also know more than just Scrum, also know Kanban and uh, some of the other agile ways of working. Great. Thank you so much for this clarification, uh, because people do get somewhat confused uh, in the differences between Agile Coach and Scrum Master. But Scrum itself, what is Scrum? Because people are asking. Scrum is a simple framework that is designed to boost productivity by breaking the complex into smaller component parts, which means that the, the team's then focusing on tackling one piece at a time. And after each incremental step, the team re-evaluates what direction the product should take and what process is most efficient to accomplish that. So Scrum allows you and your team to inspect and adapt your product and your processes and plans more quickly than they're maybe used to. Wow, you said it's simple. It sounds still a little bit complicated to me. So can we break it down a bit more? Yeah, you could say an easy way to remember all the key elements of Scrum is the 353 rule. The first three represents the three roles in Scrum. You have a product owner, a Scrum master, and delivery team. And then we have five meetings, which we call events. And then uh, we have three artifacts which are produced or help guide these events. Wow, there is a lot of new vocabulary here already. So I know we're going to now talk about all these different elements and clarify them. So for our listeners, please don't worry, the explanations are coming. And the first ones that you have mentioned were the three uh, roles, product owner, scrum master and the delivery teams. So shall we start with the roles? Yeah, let's do that. The product owner is the one in Scrum that owns the what, as in what the team is going to make. The product owner creates a prioritized to-do list of all the things that needs to be done in order to finish the product. So what is the product? A product can be many things. So that could be an application, that could be a sub, that could be a process that we need to update. But I think the most important thing is that any good products starts with a goal and a vision to how to get there. That makes total sense because as we had different projects where the teams would work 
towards, of course, delivering a product. And we had also, as you know, different lengths of the Scrum or the Sprint, depending on the size of that product. We had people coming together for two weeks uh, and working on a very small modification to, let's say, an SOP. So it would be a smaller product to deliver. And then, of course, the teams coming together for three months or even longer to deliver a bigger product. Now let's talk about the next role. So we have product owner, we have then Scrum Master, and then we have a delivery team. So let's talk about the Scrum Master. So the Scrum Master role is the person that coaches the team, the product owner and the surrounding organization in Scrum and also helps and support the team as needed. So what is a team in Scrum? A team in Scrum is, besides the product owner and the Scrum Master, consists of members that have all the skills necessary to create value. And that is what we call a cross-functional team. They are also self-managing which means that they can internally decide who does what, when, and how. The team is also, you could say, small enough to remain nimble and large enough to complete significant work within a sprint. And we usually recommend that a team is around 10 or fewer people. Okay, okay. So let's hold on a second here, because now you have also mentioned sprint. So a new word for our listeners to learn. What is a sprint? First of all, it's one of the five events that I mentioned earlier. And it's a time box. And usually we work within two to four weeks within a sprint. The sprint is what you can call the heartbeat of Scrum, because in the sprint is where we actually do the work. So sprint is one event. So people come together for a period of two to four weeks to work towards a certain deliverable. Yeah. But then there are some other events that occur. Yeah. The next one is what we call the sprint planning. And the sprint planning is in the start of the sprint. The team, together with the product owner, look at prioritized to-do list. And the team then chooses from the top of that prioritized to-do list the amount of work they believe they can do within the sprint. Okay, so it happens in the beginning of the sprint and each sprint. So if we are doing sprints for two weeks, then every two weeks, the team will come together in the very beginning for a couple of hours to discuss the to-dos, correct? That is correct. And it's very important also to say that the purpose of the sprint planning is, of course, to create a to-do list, which is called a sprint backlog. And I believe we will talk about that later. That is one of the outcomes of the sprint planning, but also a goal of what is it that we as a team would like to achieve within these two weeks? What is it that we would like to deliver when we meet again? So how long is usually the sprint planning? In the beginning, where there's a lot of uncertainties and maybe also a lot of risk, sprint planning could take between two to four hours. Usually it takes around two hours. Okay, so what happens after? What is the next event that takes place? As soon as we have created the sprint backlog and created the goal, then the sprint starts, the team starts to work on the product, and then the next event will be the daily scrum. And the daily scrum is an event that occurs every day. The team meets for no more than 15 minutes, and the purpose of the daily scrum is actually to have a 24-hour planning session where we as a team look at what it is that we are working on right now, and also is there any impediment, something that holds us back. Okay, so they've met for 15 minutes, then what happens? Hopefully they have a clear plan together as a team. They have an overview of what all the members are working on. They have this transparency for the next 24 hours. 
So is it the same that the daily stand-up or daily check-in? I have seen this really taking off in the organization in Lundbeck that people who are not even working in Scrum or Sprint or using the Agile methodology as such, they are still doing the daily stand-up meetings where they're planning, discussing things. So what I understand is then people start working towards the goals that they have discussed. And then what is the next meeting when they come together again? Yeah, remember the sprint is a time box. At the last day of the sprint, it's called the sprint review, which is the fourth event in Scrum. And in the sprint review, the product owner invites end users, the stakeholders in a session. Usually it takes an hour and the team simply shows what they have created within these two weeks. And it's a dialogue session to get feedback and also to adapt our product backlog to make sure that what we are spending our time on is creating value for the organization. Okay, in between of sprint planning and sprint review, there is a period of time when the team is actually working uh, on the product. And I have frankly seen it uh, done very differently because we had a different allocation of people into the projects. So I have seen, of course, when people come together for a limited uh, time, so 40% of their working time when they work on this specific uh, project or product together. I have seen projects where there was a lot of individual work involved, where people would prioritize in the daily stand-up, discuss things, and then they go and they do their things and they come together again and so on. But let's take some kind of an ideal situation with a 100% time allocation. So that the team is only working on this one product. What is the perfect scenario? Do they sit together? Do they communicate during that period? How does it actually work? After the daily, we really don't want people just to go away and sit separately. We are really trying to say, come and sit together. There's a synergy here. Of course, the ideal world, people sit together. But if that's not doable, then we'll have the virtual conversation. I think the face-to-face conversation, that's something that gives way more productivity than that we spend a lot of time writing emails to each other. Drop that and let's talk together face-to-face. So now we have spoken about sprint and sprint planning and daily stand-ups or daily scrum and also about the sprint review. So what's the next event? The next event is the last event in Scrum, and it's called the Sprint Retrospective. And it's all about looking back at their processes and the Sprint as a whole and say what went well and what could have gone better. So that's effectively a feedback session. So the purpose here is actually to inspect and adapt us as a team and adjust how we work together if needed. It's very much about an inspect and adapt ourselves as a team, both as individuals and as a whole. and give feedback to how we work together. We can talk about the process, we can talk about the events, how can we do them even better. We always believe that we can improve as a team. So this is the event where we really try to see any obstacles, impediments for us as a team to grow and then let's discuss that and see what we can do about it. So sounds relatively simple. You have these roles, product owner, scrum master, and the team that then comes together for a variety of meetings, 
and works on the product. And then you mentioned that there is a certain way to prioritize the to-do of the team, and it's called backlogs. So I understand backlogs are artifacts. Shall we talk about those? What is the importance of them? How are they done? The first one is called the product backlog. So this is all the to-dos to create the product. And the product backlog is owned by the product owner, and it evolves over time. So the product backlog is a living artifact, and the prioritization can change as we go along. And it's also very important to say that we don't need in the beginning to put all the to-dos in because we really want to hear our end users' feedback. What does it look like? Where do you put all the to-dos? Is it some physical space? Is it the digital one? Are we sitting together? Then, of course, I would suggest that we could put it on a wall because there's something about looking at that gives a better overview for the team. But As we go along, that could also be very complex to maintenance of a product backlog that's physical on the wall. So usually we are using some virtual tools. So I think they all have their pros and cons. We have some columns where we move the task as we go along. It could be to-do, in progress, done. And there could also be other columns that fits to whatever the teams are working on and what their needs are. So that, of course, creates a lot of transparency, right? Because I understand that the sprint backlog is also something that's discussed uh, during the daily scrum. That is what we discussed during the daily scrum. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning in the sprint planning, we have now created the prioritized list for the next two weeks. And this is the sprint backlog. I totally loved those columns when we had that meeting for human resources team because there is something about taking that post-it note when the to-do is done and actually moving it to the column which says done. It's a little bit like when you're writing a to-do list for yourself and then actually you are crossing the items off. Something is triggered that gives you that little wow moment. I think that's so true. I've met many people that work with these boards and find this satisfaction when they are moving to do to done. There's just something about it. Yeah, and that's it. The three five three structure of Scrum. So the three roles: product owner, Scrum master, and the delivery team. Then we have the five events: the sprint, the heartbeat. We have the planning, the daily Scrum, the sprint review, and the sprint retrospective. And the three artifacts, which is the product backlog, the sprint backlog, and the product. And if you want to know more, I will recommend that you can read the official Scrum guide. So if the team is following Scrum, does it mean that they are agile? No, not necessarily. And I think that's something that is important to understand. So the Scrum framework supports agile ways of working, but agile consists of some agile values and principles. Thank you so much for going into all these details about Scrum. And of course, there is much more that we could discuss in the next podcasts and in so much more detail, but that was such a fantastic overview. If someone would like to ask further questions at this stage, can they reach out to you? Yes, of course, they are always welcome to reach out. We can have a, a discussion or a dialogue about what we can do to help and support. 